Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. All right. Good morning. Good morning, high achieving preneurs. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the call. Let's jump right in. (sighs) Yeah, I'm excited. Anyway, today's topic is not guilty. Not guilty. And so we've been traveling through Romans 1, verses 1 through, excuse me, Romans 8. That's what it is. Sorry. Romans 8, verses 1 through 20. 27 and hanging out in verse 28 and which says and we know that all things work together for the good to them who love God and them are called according to his purpose and so today we're we're still hanging out there we're still hanging out there and we're going to hang out in verse 1 for a minute of Romans 8 where it says There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. And so the Bible speaks of condemnation because of the sin that spreads throughout mankind. Isaiah 59 and 2 says, your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God. And your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear you. In fact, the Bible teaches that every human being will be brought before the judgment throne of God for an ultimate and decisive judgment. Second Corinthians 5 and 10 says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he has done, whether it be good or bad. But Christ himself will be the judge. But believers, on the other hand, will not be found guilty on judgment day. In the Bible, the word condemnation is synonymous with damnation, judgment, punishment, destruction, and verdict. And the term no condemnation is its courtroom language. A lot of you may be familiar. We have an an attorney in our community. So she's familiar with this courtroom language. It means to be found innocent of the accusation. No sentencing, no guilty verdict found. And condemnation is, in its strongest sense, it means banishing to hell. (laughs) That's what it means, banishing to hell. And that is to all of those who are disobedient to the will of God. And without question, one of the best-known passages in all of Scripture is John 3, 16 and 17. It says, for so God loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. However, 
we, we fail to read all of it, especially the verse that follows with, that, with the warning that says, whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned, banished to hell already, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. But no condemnation, that, that term, involves more than just the acquittal on Judgment Day. As we look at Job, we see an example where Satan, the accuser, is standing before God, accuses Job, claiming that Job is only faithful because God has blessed him abundantly. And God had already said Job was an upright and righteous man, so then Satan attacks Job's character as his motive for serving God. Job 1, 19, excuse me, Job 1, 9 and 10 says, So Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and all that he has on every side? You have blessed him, the work of his hand, and all his possessions have increased in the land? He was stating that, you know, if Job is put to the test, he'll eventually turn away from you, God, and, for, and forsake you. And that's verse, uh, verse 11. And we also see in the book of Revelation, it tells us more about Satan's role as an accuser. See, what you've got to understand is that you have an accuser that's going to the throne room that's accusing you of things. It's not just about what happens on judgment day. And so we see more about Satan's role as an accuser in Revelation 12.10. It says, then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, this is John, now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of God and the authority of his Messiah for the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before God day and night, day and night. Zechariah 3, 1 and 2 says, Then he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at the right hand to accuse him. The Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuked you, Satan. Indeed, the Lord who has chosen Jerusalem, rebuke you. And then in Job 2, 1 verses, uh, excuse me, 1 through 6, it says, again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them to present himself before the Lord. The Lord said to Satan, where have you come from? And then Satan answered to the Lord and said, from roaming about the earth and walking around on it. Listen, <laughs> why is this important? Well, I think it's important that we understand how relentless the enemy is in his efforts. He accuses God's children all the time. He hates you. 
He hates God's children. He hates all that God is. He hates all that God stands for. The enemy desire, his desire is to remind the believers of their sin, and he's constantly making a case against us. He wants us to feel unworthy of a place in God's family, and he wants to sow seeds of doubt into our hearts and our minds. And he wants to make Christians fear about their security in salvation and the salvific experience that we've already had. He wants us to forget about God's love and faithfulness. But in spite of all of Satan's accusations and deceptions, God does not and will not change his mind about us. Therefore, God's uh, Satan's accusations against us will fall on deaf ears. When Satan says, look at your sinfulness, God says, look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Not guilty. Not guilty. Mm. So I hope today's wisdom has inspired you. I hope that not guilty encourages you to continue doing what God has called you to do, despite there being times when you feel a little discouraged, when you feel like you can't keep moving forward, when you feel like all hell is breaking loose all around you. Don't fear. You are still not guilty. I don't care what the enemy says. You're not guilty. I hope this has inspired you. I know I keep going back to that, those two words, but it's because I want you to remember that your, your destiny is already determined. Your fate is already determined. You are not guilty. It doesn't matter what the enemy says. Remember, hashtag not guilty. Hashtag not guilty. <laughs> Woo! Remember to go to wisdominspired.net where you can find the links to all the other platforms. Listen to the previous episodes. Subscribe and leave us a review. And if you'd like to know more about our virtual co-working and collaborating community and how you can benefit from the resources and transformational coaching, then send us an email to hello at aaccoworking.com. And don't forget about the networking mixer today. We'll see you today. With that said, meet us back on the line next time, same time, same place, same station with more Wisdom Inspired. Have a wildly productive day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.